Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So this is Parshas Parshas Truma. And in it, we have how Hashem tells, instructs the Jewish people to build him a dwelling place for him, such that he will dwell among them. Right? So this is the tabernacle, the temporary dwelling place on earth for Hashem, right? because ultimately they when the Jews entered Israel, we built the base of Migdash, which King David acquired the land for, and King Solomon actually put up. So on this, in this part of the Rebbe Gibbasacha, and he he discusses the Rambam's description of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And he says, on the western side of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, there was a stone on which the ark, the ark was placed. Right. So now, um, this is the Dome of the Rock, sits there, unfortunately. But the Rebbe discusses the Rambam's, what the Rambam says about it. And he says, when, Sh- when Shlomo built the temple, he knew it would ultimately be destroyed. So he constructed in its place to sequester the ark below in deep maze-like vaults. King Yoshiyahu issued the command, and it was stored in the sanctum built by Shlomo, as it says, and he said, and he said to the Levites who would teach wisdom to all of Israel, who were consecrated to Hashem, place the holy ark in the chamber built by Shlomo, the son of David, king of Israel. You will not carry it on your, on your shoulders. Now serve Hashem your Lord. Aaron's staff was stored with it. All these holy artifacts did not return to the, in the second temple. Moreover, the Urim Vatumim no longer responded with Ruach HaKodesh to the question of national importance. So, here, the Rebbe really asks, what's, what's the point? What's the point of talking about all this? Why do we have to mention this lengthy, this lengthy story about the Ark was in one place, and then, and then Shlomo had in mind, he built the tunnels, and then Yoshiahu took the Ark and stored it there, and it didn't come up. What's the point? You know, if, you're, if you're talking about the Kodesh HaKadashim, and you're talking about where the Ark was, talk about where the Ark was, right? The Ark was in the specific location in the Kodesh HaKadashim. Why are you now telling us this whole story? It's nice, but doesn't seem to be um, to the point, right? And, and, and Rambam's idea is to the point. And in short, basically what the Rebbe explains is that this is, all, this is really explaining. This is explaining the situation. And, what, and it's explaining that the Ark is something that is it, it, specifically where it's written, right? It's, it's not just the utensil. It's not just... Um, yeah, not just a utensil, not just an instrument, not just a tool that was used in the base of English, but something that is essential to it. It's essential to the very quality and makeup and the foundation of the base of Megdash. So then this leads to the second question, right? Okay, fine. So if that's the case, then how can we say that the second temple was a second temple? The answer is because the tunnels that King Solomon built, they were built with in mind that the ark should be put there. So the ark, so the, the temple itself, right? And in the, in the construction of it, these tunnels were built with the foresight, right? That the ark will be stored there. So when the second temple is built, there's no question. It, it's a temple just the same as the first temple, just re, just a, a new iteration of it. And the ark, even though it's still there in the, in the in the tunnel that was built by Shlomo, it's nonetheless it's nonetheless still the same holy temple as it was, as the first one. 
But this means something, I think, in, in, in our lives. That when Shlomo built the, built the temple, built the first temple, he knew it was going to be destroyed. He knew that there was going to be a, a, a probability and a possibility and a likelihood that it's going to be destroyed. And as a result, he, he created maze-like vaults where the holy ark that, that, was, that, was, that carried the Ten Commandments within it, right? That it would be stored within it. That was essential to the foundation of the temple. So, the, so that when the second one, one would be built, the ark would remain there. And then ultimately the second one is destroyed. And then what's going to be? The third base of Megdash. In our lives, in our lives, we have an essence, we have a foundation, we have an ark that sits within us. That's the foundation, it's not just the utensil, right? It, it contains the, the holy, the, 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 the potential of who we are, right? The Ten Commandments, written by God, in stone, in sapphire, in this, in this box, right? And... And not just the box, right? But it's the foundation of the, of the temple, of the tabernacle, of the Holy of Holies, where Hashem would meet face to face with individuals, have a private audience with them. In, in our lives, we, ha- we, we, we have to act in, 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 in a similar way. What is that way that I'm talking about? The Ark would go with, with the Jews to war. The when we go out into the world, we have to a hundred percent go with 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 everything that we with everything that we have. We have to fight a hundred percent. We have to give it our all. We have to give everything our all, right? And so, what happens is sometimes we handicap ourselves. Sometimes, in in psychology, we have this 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 idea of handicapping is because a person understands that should he give something his all and he fails then he then it looks bad on his person it reflects poorly on who he is because you put 100% into it you tried your hardest and you failed therefore you failed but if a person handicaps themselves if a person gives you know 70% 60% then the 30% the 20% that you didn't give oh that's why i failed you know i didn't i, I if i gave those that then I would have, wouldn't have failed. And as a result, there's no reflection, poor, there, there's nothing reflected poorly about it on you. There's no, there's no self-esteem drop. There's, there's nothing. Why? Because you, you, you've, you've saved yourself from embarrassment. You've saved yourself from, from complete failure. But here, when Shlomo built the, built the temple, he said it's going to fail. It's going to fail. And so, Today, oftentimes, people don't even try. Why? Because they're scared of failure. Not even handicapping, because they're scared of failure. But the temple was built with, the, with, the, with, the, with not just the possibility, with the knowledge that there was going to be a second, and then there's going to be a third, and we've got to build temples. We've got to build a safe haven. We have to put the ark somewhere. Why? Because it's going to be destroyed. But nonetheless, we need to still build the temple and we need the foundation to remain. So when we go out into the world, when we go and we try and we, and we will fail, but that failure is exactly what we need. We need to fail. Why? Like Thomas Edison said, he said every, he, when he was making the light bulb, he said, I, he, he said, somebody asked him, what about all the failures? He said, no, no, 
I didn't fail 99 times. I learned how to not make a light bulb 99 times. And so this essence of who we are, this arc of who we are, this essential quality, the foundation that sits on the stone of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, where we go face to face with Hashem, where we confront the world, right, with the power of Hashem, because we are... We are We have a, literally a part of Hashem within us. And Hashem has tasked us with a responsibility and a duty to go out into the world and to do what we need to do. We have to know that we're, we are going to fail. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. But nonetheless, we have these maze-like vaults. We have the place to store ourselves, that essential quality that cannot be touched, that cannot be tainted, that can never be hurt, that can never be destroyed because it is already accounted for. We know that who we are is who we are. It's not attached to what we do. It's not attached to your success. It's not attached to succeeding in one thing or another thing. But the main thing is to shoot your shot and to try. We learn in Sharbi Tachan that you're not judged on the outcome. You're judged on the journey. You're judged on taking your shot, on shooting your shot, on doing what you need to do and Hashem will take care of the rest. And so this is ultimately what I think this, this, you know, we can apply to ourselves from here is that these days people, I mean, I I see it with, with my teens that I, that I work with and the the kids that I work with. That's, that's sometimes with every, with an arts and crafts, they don't want to even try because they don't want to even fail because if they fail, it looks bad about who they are because it's connected with, it's connected with their outcome. But, but who we are has nothing to do with what we do. Who we are has nothing to do with what we do. What we do has no, what we do has nothing to do with who we are. It's how we do it. We have to go about everything in 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 obviously in a way of betachan, in a way of faith. It's gonna work out, and if it doesn't, it wasn't meant to be this way. It wasn't maybe it wasn't meant to be right now. Maybe we still have what to do. Maybe we still ha- we have to change this iteration or that iteration. The same way when you build up a house, right? The same way when you build up a house, you want to renovate, right? You have to destroy first and then you build it up further. And then maybe you don't like that renovation. You want to extend further. Now you, d- you destroy again and you build further. So this same thing, these failures, they're accounted for in our essence, in our being. When we come down to this, to this world, that we're going to toil, we're going we're gonna to work hard. And we're gonna we're gonna attack, and this and this failure, this destruction, is accounted for. But we have to know that it's not it it doesn't touch the essence of who we are. And when we build it back up the second time, you you, you don't think that oh this is it was nothing like the first time. It doesn't have that same oomph. It doesn't have that same character. When uh, what if the the first time I tried it? Uh, no, the first time you tried it was one thing. Oh, this is a brand new thing, but it's connected. Why? Because it's your essence that's trying that thing again. That's trying to be you again. That's going out into the world and uniting yourself with your future self. With, your, with what your potential can achieve. And what your desire, your will of, of what you want to achieve in, in the world. And if we, if we want to make that a reality. If we want to see the world that we envision. We have to go out and you have to try. As Charles Bukowski said in a, in a poem, he says, yeah, go all the way. There's nothing like going all the way. Because once you've gone all the way, you ultimately will succeed. As the Rebbe says, somebody who tries and is successful, 
you believe him. Somebody who doesn't try and says they're successful, don't believe him. Somebody who somebody who who tried and wasn't successful, don't believe him. But somebody who says that he's that he tried his hardest and he and he actually did achieve, this person. This person you should believe. Why? Because ultimately, you will achieve. Ultimately, you will be successful. Failure is not an option. But we must account for it. And we must protect who we are. And it's so often, it's so often times that we construe these days that you see, we, you, we, we misconstrue our value of, of, of who we are by virtue of what they do. What you do, are you a banker, are you a plumber, are you a garbage man, it has nothing to do. Your role in society, has your, your role for Parnassah has nothing to do with, with, with who you are and the, and the essence and the value that you hold. It has nothing to do. Same way why we, as we see on social media, the likes, you know, the subscribers, the, the comments, what you post. This is not a reflection of who you are. And the, and the likes and the comments and the this that are, that are boosting your, your self-esteem is not a reflection of, 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 of your want and value based on the other people. It, it's just what you put out there. And sometimes people like what you say. Some other people don't like what you have to say. Sometimes you do things that are, that, that are cared for. Sometimes you do things that are not cared for. What, you, what we do and what we say and what we think are transitory. But who we are, this essence of who we are is eternal. This essence of, of, of the Ark within us, of the Ark in the Kaddish HaKadosh, the Ark in the base of Mikdash is eternal and it stands forever. And just because it's a new temple, just because it's a new iteration, there is the fundamental quality that, that, that strings through it, that goes through it, that is the Ark is with us. So go out and go all the way. Chaim L'chaim.